Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio with Nancy and Lisa. You know, we're a mother-daughter team behind Big Blend Magazines and Big Blend Radio, and we travel full-time across the country at, on our Love Your Parks tour, where we document parks, public lands, and also the treasures found within their communities. And um, we also pet sit, right, Nancy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and today, we're pet sitting in Kansas City. Uh, it's beautiful. It is warm. And um, normally, on today's show, our fourth Wednesday, we chat with San Diego employment attorney Ward Heinrichs. Best employment attorney, San Diego.com. Got to give him a shout out. But when he knew we were starting this tour, which we started in 2012, but now we're full timing it right on the road. Mm-hmm. He's, he said, you know what? I want you girls to go and get some law and order stories for me. And we did. We went to Boot Hill Grave site, read the yeah. cemetery, Nancy, and Tombstone, mm-hmm. Yuma Territorial yeah. Prison. Um, yes. where, oh, yeah. Joe Boot and... Um, Oh my gosh! How can Pearl Hart? Pearl Hart. We've seen things like Billy the Kid. We went to his gravesite. We haven't reported on that yet. Um, but one thing we actually started doing a lot of is courthouses. Who knew we would actually be doing that, Nancy? Courthouses. You know, not only are the buildings interesting, but what happens inside is really interesting. But also, I find it interesting because we go through these tiny towns across the country because we live all scenic byways and highways. And and we see, you know, here's this tiny town with historic buildings. Something happened because they have this giant courthouse that is almost like the foundation or even sometimes it's within the town square. Like we were just in Leon, Iowa and their courthouse, which is on the historic Jefferson Highway, another one of our projects that goes from Winnipeg to New Orleans. Got to give them a shout out. Um, but this courthouse was like, it's like the center plaza, like Prescott, Arizona, the courthouse there, right? That's like the, mm-hmm. it's the heart of Whiskey Row. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Well, that I always wonder. Interesting. Well, they have, a lot of them are public place spaces. They are courthouses, um, but I think it's it's interesting about when a courthouse gets put into a community. Don't you think that's when a, a community is starting to prosper and thrive, that it has enough people and enough crime for a courthouse to go in? I was just going to say, it, it's kind of like they need the law and order. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. and then they need someone to regulate who gets what for what. Like, if you did this, this is how many days you spend. Mm-hmm. You know, and and to regulate what happens in the community. So we got a bunch of wards out there, you know. Yeah. We keep telling Ward he needs to become a judge, you know, but he he's working for small businesses, you know, as an employment attorney, works for uh, also the employees, uh, works with them and helps them all out. But he really did send us on this amazing journey. And we have a gazillion photos of courthouses it's like pull over pull over pull over mm-hmm. you know we do that for with brown signs for parks but um but a lot of times these are uh, national historic landmarks and a majority i would say the majority of the courthouses that we've been to have public space sometimes with sometimes it used to be a city hall area mm-hmm. uh, sometimes have picnic benches a lot of them 
have um, war memorials attached on the grounds. So um, they'll have uh, World War II, Vietnam, World War I uh, memorials there. And sometimes gazebos or bandstands. So, you know, politicking happens. Is that what well, we yeah. say that happens? Yeah. Sure, um, politicking it. Yeah, they've, they've been politicking it. But um, today we're going to just talk about one courthouse that we saw. So we all know about the pandemic happening. And Nancy and I were um, sheltered in place in 29 Palms right outside Joshua Tree National Park. In fact, we could see it from where we were at our friend's place. And, you know, we stayed there for three months and we were supposed to be there for three weeks. We were supposed to go to Palm Springs for a couple of weeks. Well, a week in Palm Springs, a week in yeah. Joshua Tree area, 29 Palms, yeah. and a week in Big Bear. And of course, the pandemic said, no, you're going to hang out with your friends. And um, and we're still friends, believe it or not, huh? That's yeah. pretty good. That well, was she was very good. generous. Thank Let you, Jerry stay. Hagman. <laughs> Thank Jerry. Um, and then it was time to, you know, spread our wings and get back on the road and continue our tour course very safely we stayed away from people and a lot mm -hmm. of things were closed but the roads were quiet and um not as much construction and not as many bad drivers <laughs> did i say that no it was actually easier to drive it was uh quite mm -hmm. lucky we you know um but anyway our first drive was we went from 29 palms california to yarrington nevada where we have our friends over who own the yarrington inn and we took Highway 395, which we've done a, a number of times in, in our life. Um, Highway 395 is an incredibly scenic route. Um, so we went through like Lucerne Valley, through the backwoods of the back, you know, Joshua Tree Woods, I should say, of uh, through the Mojave Desert into Barstow. Then from Barstow, you go up 395. And this is where a lot of people will drive if they're going from uh, Joshua Tree National Park, which also connects also south of that is Borrego Springs in California. So Anza Borrego Desert State Park, largest desert state park, uh, 300, 630 something, uh, 600 something thousand acres of desert. Um, so anyway, you can go from there up to Joshua Tree, then drive up to Death Valley from here. So if you're driving north, to the right of you is Death Valley, and to the left of you, here comes the Sierra Nevada mountain range which is incredible. You're going to drive past mm -hmm. Mount Whitney. Um, it is, I mean, how many times have we stopped, had a picnic and you're seeing like desert to the right, mountains to the left, snow-capped mm -hmm. mountains. Yeah. And um, so we were doing this and there's all kinds of crazy public art. There's, and we were doing this in May. And so May is spectacular. Wildflowers are starting. The desert was awesome. Remember that sunrise we went through, Nancy, mm -hmm. on our way up? Mm -hmm. Joshua trees in the sunrise. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. no, so awesome. It was it was a magical trip. So um we start driving, go through the, the desert. Now I'm looking at my map here because I'm making sure. So we go up 395. So when you do this, you're gonna go through um you're gonna go through the Mojave Ridgecrest is an area too that you can go through if you want to go stop there. It's a it's a gateway mm -hmm. community to Death Valley. And then you hit Lone Pine. Now, to the left of you at this time is Sequoia National Forest, Sequoia National Park in Kings Canyon. And you can actually, from the town of Independence that we're talking about, which is the Inyo County Courthouse is where we stopped. You can take hiking trails up into Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Park from there. 
but it's also independence. And I bring up this word since 4th of July weekend is coming. See how we're mm -hmm. tying this all together? And there are other independence towns and cities across the country. There's one in Alabama, yes, Kansas, mm -hmm. Georgia, um, because we get confused. If you're suddenly driving, it says independence. We're like, right. hey, what state are we in? <laughs> yeah, happens a lot to us. Um, but anyway, so there's Inyo National Forest there too, speaking of mm -hmm. forests and parks, to the left of you. Um, so I should say west. Um, but you're heading actually kind of towards Mammoth Lakes and um, Mono Lake. And mm -hmm. so Independence is a place where a lot of Pacific Crest Trail hikers that are hiking from Canada, the border of Canada down to Mexico, um, will stop and get supplies. And there's support systems. If you're doing that, people know how to do all that. Um, so anyway, we went through Lone Pine, which is beautiful. And this is where the mountain scenery starts to come in, the Western history, a uh, lot of Native American cultural history here. And um, they, you know, definitely, I think there's even a casino near Bishop area, as, as I recall, Probably. I could be wrong. Is it Big Pine? But anyway, there's a lot of history, a lot of nature. So we stopped in Independence because here's this very historic, quaint, charming town mm -hmm. and this giant courthouse we're like dude yeah. we got to pull over board you know we got to do this you, you we're not going to get covid from photographing a courthouse and the courthouse had these beautiful roses planted all in full bloom um amazing uh amazing sculptures too that's what i you know they not sculptures but um they had uh, plaques looking at uh, the the people that came through the area, um, they had uh, dedicated to, it's this one dedicated to the pioneers of Inyo County. My land is before thee, dwell where it pleaseth, pleaseth thee, excuse me. That's from Genesis 2015. Um, this was dedicated in April 27, 1958. And it is a bronze plaque with a sculpture of people in a wagon train. Mm -hmm. So this is crazy, right? When you think about this well, it's, landscape. It's, it's very historic, but also artistic, but the building is pretty dominant. I mean, it's like, you know, boom, that yeah. this is, this is an important building that this is a, um, uh, you know, this is going to be law and order. It's not a hotel or restaurant looking building. It is come here and we'll sort you out building. <laughs> Oh, but it, I mean, it's very prominent. And um, they also had outside. It's a, it's a beautiful building. I think they, um, what I read, it was classic, classical revival style. So they've gone back and, and made it very historic looking. It's mm -hmm. huge. It's a big yeah. building. Well, I was reading what you, you dug up all kinds of information about it. Um, it was designed by architect William H. Weeks, and uh, yeah. he did that in the classical revival style. It was built in 1922. It is on the National Register of Historic Places. It was listed in 1998. And um, they say, then thank you, Wikipedia, and all these sources online, so you never know. But this is what we, we looked up, um, that it's significant for association with economic and political development of the Owens Valley and for housing mm -hmm. county government during 1921 to 1947. It is the mm -hmm. only example of monumental neoclassical revival architecture in the Owens Valley area. It also represents the peak of local autonomy, autonomy, excuse me, I can pronounce things right, no, Nancy. No. I know, autonomy, autonomy, I know. This is 
that's just for Ward. So, you know, he's missing us right now because now we're doing, you know, he put us to work and this is what happens. He knows I can't pronounce anything. Um, But anyway, this is before the city of Los Angeles apparently purchased the majority of the land of the valley and they Mm -hmm. basically sucked up the water. Am I right? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah. LA needed water because of the amount of people that were living there. And um, yeah, it's amazing. Well, it's something that today might not be allowed to happen, but um, back then they Hmm. took the water. Well, what's interesting about it is north of it is Mono Lake and Mm -hmm. Mono Lake is famous for the, you know, this is, and they actually have this outside the courthouse, which is another thing, which um, it, it has a tufa right yeah <laughs> let's see if i'm pronouncing that correctly yeah um which is mm-hmm. limestone tufas are these formations that you can see and i've been through i've driven through the mountains and you can go up by mono lake it's up north uh, by lee vining and there's you know state parks and everything nancy and i've been to them it's it's absolutely gorgeous and otherworldly in fact pink floyd has um mono lake in one of their album covers on mm-hmm. the inside of one of their album covers for a reason. Um, but it, it's really, it is otherworldly and very alkaline, you know, the water and everything. A lot of bird life there. But I went you down know, the mountain pass from Sacramento. I went down from there. So you can get to Yosemite from there. And I went down the mountain pass one time and they were closing all the little mountain roads going down because the snow was coming. But I caught the sunset. Snow mm-hmm. was coming down. There were snow-capped mountains because there had already been snow. And I probably shouldn't have been there, but I was. And the full moon came out over the lake. I couldn't believe what I was witnessing. There was pink, full moon, and snow coming mm-hmm. down. So, no, I did not take a photo. But it will be imprinted in on me, for in my memory, in my heart and soul, forever what I witnessed that that evening driving down. Um, those... those um... Yeah, I don't know what you want to call it. Tufas. Tufas. Well, they're limestone and they used mm-hmm. to be underwater until mm-hmm. the water got drained. Yeah. And used elsewhere. And then slowly as that happened, and then natural evaporation for heat and all that. Um these these huge things that look like sculptures, tufas are standing out there and the lighting on them changes from hour to hour to hour mm-hmm. from sunrise to sunset and then I can see like an inclement weather that that would look totally different so no matter when you go there you're going to see something different which is it's, pretty cool this is amazing I mean to me go you got to go so um, yeah. if you go 395 stop in independence and big pine lone pine all of those areas up there there's uh, places to stay there's really charming it's just like the western frontier in a way out there um like i said also a lot of native american heritage and oh, going back to the courthouse let me go back to the inyo county courthouse um so weeks designed this and he did mm-hmm. over a thousand buildings by 1915 yeah. that he designed and one of them is the city hall in hollister california Mm-hmm. which is just south of San Francisco. It's in Monterey Bay area and outside Pinnacles National Park. So on the other side of the Sierras, the west of the Sierras, and we've been there and I've got photos of that. So I'll put that somewhere. We'll, we'll feature it in a magazine soon. But anyway, going back to the history, 
of the courthouse, which does have a giant tufa out there, so you can go see the tufa. Uh, let's you kind of get some history before you get there. Um, but this independence actually began as a U.S. Army camp. Um, it was actually founded originally as a you know Charles Putnam, which I want to now know if he he's got to do with Porterville too, because there's a Putnam out there. Mm -hmm. There's Putnams everywhere. Um, wow. He founded a trading post at the site which became Putnam's later known as Little Pine and the little from the Little Pine Creek. And there was a cabin across the street from what is now the courthouse, which is a California historical landmark marking his place. But it really was a U.S. Army camp called Independence, two miles north of what is now the current town. And it was established by Lieutenant Colonel George S. Evans on guess what day? July 4th, 1862. And um, this was, you know, a lot of these forts were built because they were, you know, in fear of the in local indigenous tribes. Um, it really closed down pretty quick, but it was reestablished as Fort Independence because some hostilities did resume and then finally abandoned in 1877. And um, now is the reservation for the Fort Independence Indian community of Paiute Indians. Mm. But it became this county seat of Inyo County, Independence, the town. Um, in 1866, um, because it, it has to go in regards to it's a mining story, which is kind of interesting, too. So mm -hmm. and their very first post office was established in 1866. So there you go. Yeah, also, U.S. Army General John K. Singlob, uh, from who was 1921 through 2022, was born in Independence. And he's pretty uh, well known uh, for his career, his military career. So and Nancy, you found an author out there too yeah there's a lady that wrote a book um that apparently she's one of the first nature writers wow and uh, yeah and so um and she's, she's oh here uh, it is mary austin i'm looking at your notes nancy yeah. found a whole bunch she wrote the yeah. land of little rain and it's all mm -hmm. about the fauna flora and people of the area and mysticism Ooh, mm -hmm. yeah because well, it is because the high Sierras. Yeah, it's the high Sierras that you're in. Mm -hmm. Well, and she also just found the whole landscape mystical and yeah, it, it awakened her imagination. Let's put it that way. So, and, you know, and for her to write a nature book, you know, it, that's that's a description that unless you get the book, mm -hmm. um, I don't know if it is a nonfiction or a fiction book actually. well we have to go get it now and her home mm -hmm. is now preserved as a museum there and they yes. also have a a bigger museum in independence so we obviously need to go back and we want to go into the courthouse this time mm -hmm. but um this is our first courthouse story not that we did that much on the courthouse but again it's monumental as they say and it was done uh, designed by William H. Weeks um, in the classical revival style. So thank you for joining us here on Big Blend Radio. Thank you, Ward Heinrichs, for sending us on a cool adventure. We have many more courthouse stories to share with you across the country. But again, uh, keep up with Ward at bestemploymentattorneysandiego.com. He's coming back. Uh, we're going to go back into employment law, but we just decided, well, he wanted us to do our job. He said, I sent you on a mission. Get on with it, girl. So here we are. Um, <laughs> thank you, Ward. And, yep. Thank you, Ward. Um, he'll be back uh, for the fourth Wednesday in July. And uh, thanks, everyone. Keep up with us at BigBlendRadio.com.